that noise? Popcorn. You're making popcorn? Uh-huh. I only eat popcorn at the movies. Well, I'm getting ready to watch a video. Really? What? Oh, just some scary movie. You like scary movies? Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Hello, and welcome to the Silver Screams podcast. My name is Charles. Hi, I'm Chucky. So glad you could make it. The hosts are expecting you. Come and play with us. Right this way to the dungeon. Please watch your step and try not to trip over the corpses. I see dead people. You'll be joining the terrifying trio for tonight's talk. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Make yourselves comfortable on the couch right over there. And they'll be with you shortly. Oh, and one last thing. Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. It's showtime. Scream Team, how are you guys doing? Welcome to another episode of the Silver Screams Podcast. A podcast where three horror movie buffs watch scary movies and then talk about them. I am your host, Derek Schneider, and I am pleased, as always, to be joined by my two wonderful co-hosts, Max Fosberg. You guys ever fucked a car before? And Kristen Marlowe. That never happens. That just doesn't happen. I don't know why you think that happens in I this film. I think it happens. I think it happens. I just don't think it's, you know, it's not on film. It doesn't. It's not even about film. It's not even in the book. I, I, yeah, it's not on the page either. Oh, my God. <laughs> Max is writing a fanfic about, like, furthering the love story between this guy and his car. Listen, Christine is a good-looking car. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Max is watching this and be like, I'd fuck that car. <laughs> <laughs> How are you guys doing today? I'm doing good. Doing well. Doing well. Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. I love you guys. I'm with my two Valentines. Aww. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it is Valentine's Day. We are back doing another holiday special. And today we are covering the American love story about <laughs> a man in his car. We watched John Carpenter's Christine. Mostly I was just tired of you guys giving me shit about you know, picking shitty Valentine's Day movies. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, the not holiday, Valentine's the holiday, holiday movies. movies yeah. are, are, have been pretty, Listen, pretty bad. When you pick specifically for the holiday, yeah, there's not a good selection. I, I, I like this where you're going more of a you guys theme know. with the holiday. Yeah, that's what I'm trying out for this year. I'm However, trying out. Well, I'm trying out movies. Movies about maybe the holiday. Well, right? Like we're talking about love. But I mean, next is March. We're talking right? about love. We're so not doing Leprechaun We're two. not doing Leprechaun 2. Yes, we no, are. No, we're not. And I can choose yes, the I holiday movies. All seven Leprechaun movies. No, we're Why not doing Why did I buy them? We're not doing Why did I buy them? Because you're dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Max. Why did you? Because I was promised no, all seven for the no next one seven years. No one ever promised ever of all time. Once, one, no. once a year. It's, it's my one thing. I'm never going to give you Leprechaun 2. <laughs> God damn. Ever. <laughs> can we just go to Leprechaun 3 then? No. Absolutely not. Lep in the hood. Nope. Lep in space. I'll lep you in the face. <laughs> and I don't even know what that means, but something bad. You know what I mean? Shut the fuck up. 
Can't you guys are my power Derek, what's up? Kristen is that cantankerous congresswoman who gets elected <laughs> in her district every four years, and you don't know how she keeps getting elected, but she money. does, and she's just there it's to just like money. ruin everybody else's happiness. That's right. Max's happiness. And Max's I, could, I, I could go either way. Derek doesn't care. No. I have a whole month to work on the leprechaun too. I'm it's that academic voter that's just already, like, yeah, who else are we going to have yeah. in that spot? <laughs> <laughs> who else is going to pick the holiday movies if it's not Kristen? Max, and then it would be terrible, every choice. Are you kidding me? You'd fucking realize how hard it is to pick holiday we movies. We would definitely be doing lep too. I tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> Sound clip. <laughs> yes, we watched uh, Christine, that love story about a man in his car. I already said that. Yeah. <laughs> I just I keep going back to it. It's such a it's it's the American dream to <laughs> to fuck your car. <laughs> that never happens. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. I don't think we need to to linger too much more. Dance around this. Uh, drive around the block any more than we already have. I see what you did. All right. So we're gonna give the spoiler warning here. <laughs> And let you know that a roving roaming band of greasers about to beat up your uh, mechanical girlfriend isn't the only dangerous thing out here. No, it's the spoilers cruising the streets. That's right. So if you have not seen this movie yet, go watch it and then come back and listen to this episode. And then Max is going to rev up his fax engine. I hate it. <laughs> I never want that again. Right after we hear from one of the other awesome shows you can find right here on the Shatter Shut Network. That shit so down. don't go away, Scream Team. We will be right back. Welcome to Buy the Cover Podcast. Hey, Gabby. Hey, my lamb. You know, we shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but girl, we all do it. That's why we started the podcast, right? Each week when we crack open their book, dive in and dig deep into their chapters. No, I'm bringing the drink. And I'm bringing the food. Listen to Buy the Cover Podcast, part of the Chatter Network on all your favorite streaming platforms. And remember, when you're reading someone's chapter, there's always more on the inside. Don't, Don't be a bit. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Taking a sip of water right as I Regrettable. A of, there's a lot of electronics here. Please don't spit it out. <laughs> Yikes. Max? Yes. You want to take us for a ride in your uh, in your fax engine? Yeah, come on, jump on in, but don't no feet on the leather. I put my uh, feet wherever the fuck I want to put my feet. This is Christine. Came out in 1983. It's rated R, and it's an hour and fifty minutes. Now, usually, we love a good hour and thirty minute movie. But however, this is a John Carpenter film. However, I will say I love you never boy. really feel the the length in this movie. Because it is, of course, directed. I never feel the length with you, Max. <laughs> it is directed by Grandpa Horror himself. I love that joke so John much. John Carpenter, based on a Stephen King novel, <laughs> screenplay by Bill Phillips. Mm-hmm. The budget for this film was an estimated $9,700,000. Uh, the gross was over $21 million. That's just how many cars they fucked up. Back in 1983. <laughs> yeah, they had many, many car doubles. Uh, and I think all but two uh, were destroyed. Yeah. Uh, some of the cast in this wonderful film. Keith Gordon plays Arnie. John Stockwell plays Dennis. 
John Stockwell, who goes on to be an actually pretty prolific um, director. Yeah, he directed like Blue Crush, Into the Blue. Another guy who loves the sea. Um, Alexander Paul plays Lay. Leia, excuse me. Uh, Robert Prosky plays Darnell. And then, of course, the legend, the myth, the man, Harry Dean Stanton as Junkins, Detective Junkins. When I was looking at the uh, the cast lineup for this for this film uh, before I had watched it, because this was my first time watching this one. Uh, no way. This yeah, was your first time? First time seeing Christine. What did you do as a kid? Not watch it, movies. Yeah. Play, played outside. <laughs> I played, <laughs> out, I played outside too. Uh, <laughs> Max, do you have uh, other facts for us? Yes, I do. Max facts with snacks. Uh, Stephen King's popularity was very high at the time this film went into production. That it actually started production before the book was even published. Oh, wow. Uh, also, He's the man. As Kristen said earlier... 15% of the budget was just on the cars. It was like, it had to have been a lot on the cars. Cause even in that opening scene, when they're uh, at the assembly plant, like there's 10 or 15 cars in that shot. Mm-hmm. And then, like classic. What are they like? 57 Chevys or something like that. Uh, 58 Plymouth actually. Okay. Uh, and then uh, portions of the film, uh, particularly Arnie's neighborhood were shot in the same South Pasadena neighborhood that director John Carpenter used in Halloween. I had read that. Yeah. So yeah. M- maybe Michael Myers was lurking around. Yeah, he was hiding, <laughs> in, <laughs> hiding <laughs> in a Because somehow he, know, somehow he knows how to drive a car. A so <laughs> what a, what a duo d- those You don't need be. to know how to drive Christine. She drives you. <laughs> she drives yeah. you. That's very true. She drives you. Uh, the one of the Plymouth Furies is what they were. Okay. 58 Plymouth, the Furies uh, from the movie was sold. You guys want to guess? It was sold in 2004. We'll go prices right, rules. So if you go over, you lose. Give me a number. $424,000. 400. Is it from the movie? Yeah, it's from the movie. Yeah, 424000 Okay, no, you're out. Am I high? You're too high. Mm. Oh, I was going to go even higher than See, that. See, so I was going to go high too. Uh, I was going to go higher than that. Two hundred and twenty six. One dollar, Bob. <laughs> two hundred and twenty. Two hundred and twenty six. Uh, one hundred and sixty seven thousand dollars. That seems a little low. I, I thought like, it was low too. I thought. It, I, thought I mean, that's a fuck ton of money little, for a car. But I guess, I guess like yeah. this for is like a movie prop. Yeah. Yeah. I just I just thought it would have been higher. Yeah, like, me too. Especially yeah. like in two thousand four. Yeah, that wasn't mm-hmm. even that long ago. Well, know. you know this this movie I feel like kind of gets forgotten in John Carpenter's. That was almost fucking 20 years ago, you guys. Oh, wow. Jesus. Yeah. That was, four, was almost 20 years ago. Fuck. Actually, next year it'll be 20, My God. 20 years ago. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> God damn what it. What the fuck? So maybe then Welcome to the lot. Existential Crisis Podcast. Yikes. <laughs> All right. Is that, uh, is that every park in the Max Fax bus? I yeah. mean, there's more. It's but, park. You know. Get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get off this bus. It smells. See into the line. Get the fuck off the bus. All right. So I'll kick us off because chronologically, mine's the first that comes up. Uh, so in the scene that I wanted to talk about was the uh, the drive-in scene when he takes he takes Lee to the mo- to the drive-in movie, and things uh, things start getting 
getting hot and heavy in the, in the car. <laughs> Christine gets a little jealous as, as, as one car girlfriend would. <laughs> and at this point, so like this uh, sort of like the setup to this scene is this girl, Lee has arrived at the school and she's kind of the, the apple of every guy's eye there. Like every guy has her, his eyes on her. And Arnie's kind of like, you know, in the beginning of this movie, he's set up as like the nerdy kid who hangs out with Dennis, who's one of the more popular ones. And they, well, they've Dennis been best friends. On the football team. Dennis is on the football team. So he's the, he's the jock. <laughs> Jinx. Uh, but they've been best friends for a long time. And so uh, they're all hanging out. Lee shows up at the school. Everybody's like, ooh, I want to get with Lee. And after Arnie gets Christine, there's actually a funny scene too. Not to not to squish what you're talking no, jump, about. Jump in, please. But there, there's a funny scene where they're in the library. And it's Dennis oh, and like yeah. two other jocks, and she's sitting there and she's reading all of her books. And they're like, "Ask her out, go ask her out, go ask her out." And he's like, "Fine, I fucking go do it." So he goes over to the table and he's like, "Hey." Oh, you like dancing? Yeah. <laughs> he, drives, he, drives, he drives me slick about it too. Is that he walks like, past yeah. her, gets a book, and, and then comes back. And yeah, then comes back and like sits down. Yeah. Oh, and he's like, "What do you?" He's what are you like, reading? "What are you reading?" She's like, "History." History. Pretty boring, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, the whole scene, the whole scene is kind of funny, and then he he asks her if she likes dancing. She just act out the entire. Race. I know. I know it. <laughs> We'd kill this. And she, she says, she says, yes, she likes dancing. He's like, oh, cool. He's like, you want to go dance with me on Friday? And she's like, no. And he's like, oh. And then he's like offended. And then he asks her, he goes, why? And she's like, I already have a date. <laughs> and, and that's because that date is yeah, Arnie. that date's Arnie, which he, which Dennis obviously doesn't know. And I actually appreciate this scene. When Dennis does find out about Arnie, because mm. this is how Dennis gets fucked up in this movie. Cause yeah. he's normally like, you know, there, whatever he's like, and you know, functioning, but he gets fucked up in this football game because he sees Arnie pull up in Christine with Lee and they're like making out. And All he's like, up too. Yeah, like, Christine he, looks good now. Yeah. And Arnie <laughs> looks different. He doesn't have his glasses. He has his, I swear to God, his hair is darker. I swear, yeah. He like dyed oh, yeah. it. He wears different clothes. He's, he, he's emo, bro. Yeah. He's fucking emo. Getting, getting a new car can, can, you know, do a lot for your person, for your, uh, for your confidence. Yeah. Losing your virginity to your vehicle as Max <laughs> believes. Listen, it happens. So that's sort of the thing that gets established here is that how much Christine changes whoever, whoever has her, uh, the car. <laughs> um, because, uh, the guy that, uh, that Arnie buys this from. And it's kind of funny because they're just driving home from school and they just like whiz past this, uh, abandoned looks like an abandoned house with just a junk car sitting in front of it. And Arnie spots it. It's like, wait, no, Dennis go back, pull up, like back up and runs over and is just like enamored with this car, which love at first sight, love at first sight, man spoke to him. Yeah. Uh, who knows what it was that actually, you know, made him go over there and look into it. But, he buys the car for $300 and you look at this thing and it's like, there's no way that that's that car's going to do anything like be look good at all. But he manages to do it with uh, the magical powers that Christine possesses. She makes herself look really good. And yeah, he shows up at uh, the football game and Dennis gets hurt because he sees, sees the, uh, these two getting out of Christine and making out on the hood of Christine as he's going out for, to make a play in the football game and then gets laid out. Arnie, Arnie's personality is changing like throughout, throughout this time. It was from the time that he buys Christine up until this point. 
he takes Lee to the drive-in and wanting to, you know, go a little further with her. And she's like, no, I'm not doing it in the car. The car creeps me out. You creep me out. How much you like the car. And Christine doesn't like this. So when Arnie gets out of the car, she locks her locks and all the interior lights in the car, like turn to their like brightest setting. And she starts choking on a, on a piece of food, right? Yeah. She goes to eat her hamburger. Yeah. And then she gets weird. Starts choking and she can't get out of the car. Uh, and she eventually does. And some like a bystander is nearby and like is starting to help Lee, like give her the Heimlich maneuver. And Arnie's getting all gets like super jealous at this point and like runs around and says, what are you doing? Get your hands off her. And like, he's just helping her. But that leads to a whole other fight with between the two of them, like furthering that wedge, like Christine's driving that wedge between the two of them. There's not room for two girls in Arnie's life. Only Christine. Only. It's funny that John Carpenter like does this movie and really like makes fun of, cause I, I think we all knew those guys or, or gals in, in high school who like were really into their car. Just like really like always like at lunch out, you know, sitting on the hood, eating, eating lunch or like, would rev their car as they came into like the when you're high school when parking you're, lot. When you're a teenager, like what else do you have at that point? Like you don't have any other kind it's of just, flex. I love, <laughs> I love that. He's just like kind of making fun of like that greaser, uh, culture. I also love that every high schooler in this movie looks like they're 45. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> part of the charm of the age. Yeah. Particularly yep. the, what's the one dude's name? Buddy. Buddy yeah. Rapperton or whatever. Dude mm. looks like he's 40 with his yeah. fucking sideburns and his fucking facial hair. Get out of town. <laughs> he's not in high school. He's been held back a couple he looked, times. He looked as old he's as the shop He's been held teacher. back a lot. <laughs> he looked older than the shop teacher. That shit was fucking wrong. <laughs> Uh, Max, I think you had the next, uh, the next little chat scene here. Probably, probably one of the most famous scenes, uh, throughout the movie is Christine gets, uh, beaten to a pulp by a bunch of, uh, bullies or whatever. Buddy and his his friends, because one of them knows where, uh, where Arnie's been keeping the car. Right. But his parents don't let him park it there. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. So it's like in this big warehouse, buddy and the bullies show up. Uh, beat this car in, like, you know, smashes all the windows and blah, 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 blah. Well, they fuck the car up and I they was, shit on it. I was fully anticipating the, like, Christine doing something to them at this point, like, not letting that happen. Yeah. Like, I thought, I thought she was going to do something to them right there. But it's also great because it gives you this scene, which, you know, Keith Gordon, Arnie's, or Keith Gordon's character, Arnie, shows up. And where he said, you know, he, he runs, runs to Christine. He's like, no, <clears throat> you know, sees her all beat up. Lee's there with him at this point. Like they stop off at the garage on their way to wherever. So he can get his wallet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Arnie mm-hmm. talks her into coming in with him. Right. And he's, he has the great line of show me the lights come on. Well, Lee is not here anymore at this point. Right. Lee, Lee yeah. leaves. He's run her off because he gets angry at her and like pushes her away. Yeah. Right. Cause he's obsessed with Christine. Christine is his world. He says, show me the lights. Come on. Something about this movie. John Carpenter does really get it. Like the lighting and the way he uses the headlights um, throughout the whole movie, whether it's driving around in the dark or at, at this scene, uh, particularly uh, just does a really good job of, of technically using, using the lights and, and how the cars are shot. Uh, just really, really, really great stuff. 
but um, to simulate the car like rebuilding itself, uh, hydraulic pumps were installed on the inside of some of the the film's numerous Plymouth Theory stunt doubles. Um, a mock-up in plastic that looked more like metal uh, on a camera than actual metal as it bent and deformed, right? So they crushed the car, and they filmed that, and then they just reversed it. I was going to say, to, like, to it, make yeah, it look it like, like just it's popping it. out. It, <laughs> it looked sense. like, yeah, it looked, because it looked like it was shot in reverse, but, like, when you were kind of describing that, I was like, wait, did they actually, like, do that, like, forward? Like, they, when you said the plastic part, I was like, okay, so I could see the plastic reshaping back to its original form and so i thought that maybe they had done it like where they crushed the plastic pieces and then used the hydraulic to pop those back kind of like when you have a gatorade bottle that gets a dent inside and you try and pop it out and it just goes back and there's no real crease in it i thought that's what they were doing with it but it it definitely had the look of it being like played back in reverse yeah yeah Yeah. and again just still a cool scene just a yeah a total iconic scene and uh again like Practical effects, 1980 movies. Like we love that, you know, we it's just, that's filmmaking. That's like thinking of like, how, how am I going to get this car to regenerate itself before I have any sort of like CGI? Like ability? that was, that was one scene that like really captured me too, because I found myself asking like, I wonder how they got that. Yeah. Like how they did that. Cause it, like I said, I could tell that it was like shot and then played in reverse. Like, to look like it was coming back to, but I was like, I wonder just how they did that without, you know, showing the actual destruction of the car, like the crushing and stuff. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Love that scene. Fun facts with Max. Um, yeah. I mean, so shortly after this now, now we've learned that, you know, Christine's a badass. I mean, we all knew it, but now Arnie knows anyways. Um, but she's going to have her revenge on getting fucking shit on literally. Yeah, so right. yeah, because they the shit dash. on the fucking dashboard. <laughs> uh, yeah, so she like tracks him, tracks him down. Buddy and, and his uh, buddy and his buddies. Yeah, buddy and his buddies, and uh, it, it's pretty cool. There's like a whole scene where the car kind of comes out of nowhere. It's in the darkness, the headlights, the whole thing again. Um, rams into the garage, just like zero fucks given at this point. And then the the lame dude buddy is like. He's like, ah, this car is like, you know, it's fucking done now, like whatever. And the car just fucking comes out of the flames and is on fire and is like chasing him down the road. It's such a good fucking scene. Like just, it's something about that is just like really, it's so clutch that the car does. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It just like doesn't. It's just cool. It's cool to see this car on fire and you get this like, kind of rad chasing. Um, and then, you know, she runs him over and it's, it's delightful. It's a lot of justice there. <laughs> I hate those assholes. Yeah. Well, yeah. Don't ever bully. No. Don't bully kids. Yeah. yeah. Don't or be, else, don't be a dick. Or else that nerd's car is going to run you over. Yeah, absolutely. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I mean, we don't know. We don't know. We don't know if Christine's gone, you know? At the very end of the movie, do you want to talk about the end of the movie? Go for it. Yeah. Uh, at the very end of the movie, you see what essentially the, the sped up version of what happens is that Dennis gets out of the hospital. Lee comes to him and she's like, oh, we need to kill Christine. It's Christine. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they get this, um, I don't even know what you call that, construction vehicle. 
Bulldozer. A bulldozer. Is that what it is? No. Hmm. And uh, they, I didn't, I didn't know that was what it was called. Whatever. And <laughs> Alice is going to need to know. I think we have one. I think he calls it Daddy Dozer. Yeah, Dozer. But I don't, I don't know. Bulldozer. I know my dinosaurs. I don't know my fucking construction vehicles. <laughs> um. Anyway, so they, they fucking, they get at Christine pretty hard. Uh, there's a very good scene where. Uh, the car is just like trying to kill Lee and he's like kind of blocked her between the dozer and it's, it's cool. But anyways, they, they compact her down, send her to the fucking, I don't know what that place is called, but the place where they squish, the, squish the vehicles know, the, into the a little, compactor, yeah. the compactor. Thank you. I was just going <laughs> to need to know that word too. Yeah. Um, anyways. And so you get to see this squished version of Christine, but then you get this like little pop of metal, like. Right at the very end, like you know, she's she, coming back. She's like, yeah. <laughs> like I could just reinflate from here, and yep. it's like a little like wink almost. I don't yeah, know. It's right. uh, it's pretty cool. So, yeah, so romantic. <laughs> I mean, we didn't even touch that Arnie dies, so not really very romantic. Well, but, we can you know, we can touch on that in this, in this section. Ah, we we sure shit can. All right, so seven kills total. Um, you get the auto worker in the beginning, which we don't actually see him die, but he dies, and it's because of his cigar ash on the fucking seat. Right, this is the very first scene of this movie. I was like, who lets somebody walk in, like get into a brand new car, you know, smoking a cigar? It was, it was, it was a different 50s, time. A different this was a different time. time. Uh, you get Moochie, who gets squished by Christine, so reportedly cut in half. We don't see that. We just know that the car squishes in waist, at waist height. Um, Richie, who's run over. Uh, John Vandenberg, who was blown up in the garage explosion. You get Buddy, who was run over by... The on fire Christine, which I think is cool. Uh, you get Will, who's crushed against the steering wheel, and then you get Arnie, uh, who you know he just doesn't get to live with his lady forever. Uh, he gets thrown through the windshield and gets a, a big, a big gnarly piece of glass in his side, which it ultimately I like to think he's, he's up in, in heaven driving, driving to Plymouth around. Oh, One of the many bodies in her trunk, I guess. <laughs> oh, hey. Anyways, all right, Max, what's your favorite kill? Uh, listen, I, I think it's got to be the Ronnie getting run over by by the flaming car. That's just the you most. You mean Buddy, but I know you mean. Yeah, Buddy. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, that's just the most visually pleasing uh, of of the kills because the car's on fire. It's all dark out, and we're running over the bully, the yeah. main bully. It's great. What about you, Derek? Uh, I kind of like the the who was the first bully again? Sorry. Moochie. Moochie. You're talking about the car squish. Yeah, the car squish. Uh, this is my favorite kill also. I kind of I like Moochie's kill because it's like this is the first the first one that she comes after after they beat her up and like destroy her. Uh, and he gets what I, I kind of like paused in my brain for a second, like pulled myself out of the movie and was like, why is he getting dropped off by a trucker like <laughs> at an underpass? And he gets out of the, out of the truck or whatever, hops the median and then like goes to walk like underneath this underpass. And as he's passing by, he kind of like looks, stops and looks and he sees a car parked out there and it's Christine and the headlights turn on. She slowly pulls out, 
faces him and then starts to like come after him. And and, and she moves like a, like a, like a big cat or something. Right. That's yeah. like stalking her prey. Mm-hmm. So cool. It's yeah. Really cool. And then yeah. Chases him into like all around and corners him in this little like narrow alleyway and actually like pushes herself through and like peels off like the side side skirts of the car and stuff and like rams into him there. Yeah. I love it. This is, this is also my favorite kill. And I love the, I love it because it's the first, the first scene where you get to see her kill somebody. And when you're talking about this squish scene, so essentially he's run into like a, a, like a little garage area and it's too narrow for her to fit in. He's at the back and, and there's even a point where he's like so sure he's not fucked because nobody's going to drive the car at this point. He doesn't know the car's driving itself, but nobody's going to drive the car into the space it doesn't fit into. So he actually takes out his little fucking pocket knife and he's like, hey, what are you going to do now? And, and I love it <laughs> yeah. so much because he's so sure he's not fucked. And then the car just pushes, pushes through sides, get fucked up, does not care. And then just rams itself right into him. And I love that so much. Such a good kill. All right. So after we talk about these films, we got to give them a rating. And on this podcast, we use the scream scale. For the uninitiated, the Scream Scale is a scientifically perfected system where we award the films that we watch a number of screams from one to ten. So, without further ado, Kristen, how many screams you are you giving? You always start with me. Yeah. Um. I always start with Max in the intro. I always start with you on the. Well, mix it up, Derek. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a creature of habit. What can I say? Um. Yeah. I mean, I'm not. I'm not living in fear that a car is going to come to life and murder me, but. I think it's a really good movie. I really like what John Carpenter does with it. Um, I enjoy this book in general. Um, You've read this book? I have read this book. Um, I think it's, I think it's, I mean, I think it's interesting as far as like an original idea goes. I really like the soundtrack to it. Um, I think it's a good movie. I think it's worth watching. I would recommend it. I'm going to give it a solid seven. Max, how about you? Yeah, I think it's in, I don't know, when you're thinking of John Carpenter and his filmography, I think it's just outside of the top tier stuff. Um, But on the rewatch, like I was just so pleasantly surprised of how enjoyable this movie was. Um, It's an easy watch for how long it is. Easy watch. Yeah. You never feel that runtime. And, you know, uh, shameless plug, go check out uh, ETI. We, we break down. Uh, we ranked all of John Carpenter's films and uh, extensively break down his filmography uh, a couple couple weeks ago. So go check that out in the feed. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think it's just outside of the, that top five. Um, and I would give it probably a, a 7.86. 7.86. A nice eight. A nice seven. <laughs> I always round up for him. I never, I never give him the benefit of that, the satisfaction. <laughs> if you're going to round down, probably a seven. Uh, yeah. Like I, this being my first time watching this one, I was, I was pleasantly surprised. I, I, you know, sat here hearing Max talk about a guy that fucks his car. I was like, great. We were going to get that kind of movie. And yeah. but you don't, you yeah. don't. You don't get that fucked kind of movie. The car. Come on. You tell me you want to fuck Christine. No. The car? No. No. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, funny enough, like I kind of felt a little bit of like thing vibes 
with that just because you get sort of the the unknown like terror like these these bullies don't know that by beating up this car they're signing their death warrant and you know this car is going to this car is going to come back and come after them not arnie like the car itself so it's almost that like unsuspecting terror kind of thing that you get with the thing too like in the thing they don't know who who's you know going to hurt them or you know as a friend or foe like that's kind of kind of the same with these bullies they don't know that this car is gonna come and kill them yeah got a little bit of thing vibes from from this and i i enjoyed it so i'm going to give this one i'm gonna give it a six yeah not not particularly scary but you know an enjoyable watch and yeah nice little revenge film revenge is a good is a revenge is a dish best served revved up all right guys so our uh, our stay in the international house of horror continues next week as we visit the 2019 spanish film the platform have you guys seen this one before no no i'm going into all of these blind no trailers watched blind for all of us (laughs) have you watched the trailer have you read the description no this is, was this one. Did you read a description? Was this the one from Netflix? Yeah. Is on okay. Netflix? I, 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 I remember I, hearing about it. I heard about it and I think I watched like the little like preview that plays no. when you stop. Mm-hmm. I've that off, way, way back when it first yeah. came out. So it's been a long time since I've seen that. I remember mm. noticing it. So. No. Nothing. I haven't, wa- haven't I know watched nothing. the movie though. Is it another zombie movie? No. Okay. I good. don't think so. No. I think from. Demons? Like, no, I, I think it's more kind of like Saw. Yeah. Oh, like a mind fuck. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll see. We'll see how it, cool. how it turns out. First time watch for all of us. Uh, and if you want to know what else is coming up, uh, coming up down the line in our international series here, then go follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Scream Team Pod is the name there. And uh, Scream Team Pod on Patreon as well. If you want to hear these episodes a whole day earlier, just give us $3 a month. That's all you got to do. I'm in that much money. It's really not. I will shout you out and whatever. And then I'll make fun accent or impression you'd like. You, you give us the $3 and in a message, tell us what kind of impression or accent you want Max to do. (laughs) And we will tell him that he's a piece of shit. That's what I'll tell him. Christian will tell him. I will tell him him what kind of impression or accent (laughs) you want him to do when he shouts you out on the episode. I'll let him shout you out. But then I'm going to tell him he's a piece of shit. Think of the most ridiculous thing that you can possibly think of and put it in that message. And I will make Max do it. And Kristen will. I'm a man of a thousand voices. I'm just hoping that one time Max actually does something that he's like good at. (laughs) I'm I'm great at all. I think you're like a man of three voices with just like different pitches. Nope. A thousand. It's all. Three thousand Australian. Three thousand? He just said three thousand. Mr. Three thousand. Oh, Mr. Three thousand. That's Get what out. they call me. No one calls you that. Yeah, three dollars no a month. And you can hear one of those three voices at a very good pitch. <laughs> three thousand voices. <laughs> so do that. Patreon, follow us. We've we've got some big stuff coming up. Uh we talked about it on yesterday's episode of the sadness we we didn't get into too much detail but we we've got some stuff planned we are excited about it we're gonna we're gonna make it a thing in 2023 all right well thank you both so much for being such awesome co-hosts as always and max don't go fuck your car 
Uh, and thank you all so much for joining us on another episode of the Silver Screams podcast. Once again, I'm Derek. I'm Kristen. And we'll catch you next time. Stay spooky, Scream Team. 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 Scream Team